Welcome to you further up and further in. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Amy, I'm so excited about this podcast because I know that you're going to answer my big question in three easy steps. Oh, crap. (laughs) So much pressure. I can't handle it. Okay. I've recently had a conversation or a few with people about the topic of anger. Oh, okay. okay. Right? And so I want you to answer (laughs) the question. How can we be angry and not sin? How do we know when anger is appropriate? And what do we do with all the scriptures that classify angry outbursts under deeds of the flesh? Go. Well, (laughs) it depends. Oh, (laughs) that is something that my husband frequently says. Seriously. Any time you ask any question. And it's actually frustrating. Is it depends. But no, this, this topic is such a good topic because... I've noticed lately, and maybe it's just my, you know, social media algorithms and and different (laughs) things. You've been researching anger a lot, Amy. (laughs) I haven't, but it really seems, again, I think I've probably mentioned it, the pendulum swing. For so long, it seems like it was like, you are not to be angry, deny, suppress, push it down, ignore, push it away, do not, you know, that. that Anger is bad. Is bad. Mm -hmm. That it's now swung the other way. And it's like, if you are angry, you just need to like... Like, let it all out. You need to be open and honest. You need to just, like, process it in any way that it needs to be processed. And you're it's okay that you're angry. That's a healthy response. In a way that is like a pendulum swing, that is, is denying it is not good. Suppressing it, not good. L- letting it fly unchecked and feeding it, I also don't think is good. So it sounds like you really don't have an easy answer for me. I don't. Okay. Perfect. Podcast done. Oh, I didn't Perfect. figure out how to do a sweet segue into, oh, yeah. so we got to keep going here. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I think that this podcast is, this episode is probably just going to be a lot of rumblings with us of all well, this and that. And I'm not sure if we'll, by the end, we will have answered those three things neatly and succinctly. Okay. I just think anybody that has an easy answer is suspect anyway. Oh, yeah. So we're either denying it or <laughs> feeding it. Our listeners are all about listening to our rumbles. And I hope that that provokes good thoughts. Yeah. And hey, if they have more thoughts, they can email us. Exactly. So starting point, now that all sarcasm and sass aside, mm-hmm. anger is part of a natural and healthy spectrum of emotions. Yes. You and I agree on that right out of the gate. Yes. God has anger. We see his anger displayed towards injustice and evil, Mm -hmm. sin and brokenness. So we know that God has anger. We're created in his image. And so anger is a part of how he created us. And it's a necessary emotion. Yep. It's an alarm bell. It's the light on the dash that tells us something is wrong. Mm -hmm. So we agree. You and I are agreeing on this, man. I am in agreement with this. Simple, easy answers right out of the gate. Boom, bam, done. Okay, so the scripture that people love to whip out then is this one that I, I referred to, which is like, be angry and sin not. I'm, I'm totally King James quoting okay, this. Okay, I was like, okay. <laughs> you don't know the King James? <laughs> Do the NIV or something for us newer folk. <laughs> How about 
how about if it's in Ephesians 4:26 in your anger do not sin do not let the sun go down while you are still angry I would like to hold the sun up because mm-hmm. I still have anger <laughs> okay no wait <laughs> and, and don't give the devil a foothold mm. it's an important scripture yeah it tells us we can have anger but it says don't sin in your anger yeah and don't give the devil devil any spaces and uh, the the like don't let your don't let the sun go down on your anger yeah. implies to me um that there needs to be a, a moving through the anger a that if you a processing that if you are just actually staying angry upon angry upon angry upon angry yeah that that is that's a problem so let's there. just clear that out of the way right out of the gate if anger is your default emotion, we got to do something here. Yeah. We'll get to the do something, but like, it's all through Proverbs. Fools give vent to their rage, but wise bring calm. Mm. There's so many Proverbs. A man's wisdom gives him patience. It's a glory to overlook an offense. Yeah. Ecclesiastes 7.9, don't be quickly provoked in your spirit for anger resides in the lap of fools. Mm. Like there's a lot of, just wisdom scriptures around not living as a default angry person. Yeah. And I mean, you just said anger, and I would agree with you, right? That anger is a warning sign. It tells us something isn't right. And so if we are simply stopping at, I am angry and I get to be angry and I will be angry forever, then it anger can be kind of almost like a form of denial instead of seeing it as a warning sign of like, oh, there is a light somewhere. I am angry. What? why am I angry? What's going on? What's under the surface? And like using it as a sign to do something as opposed to like, I'm just angry. So I get to be angry mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. Proverbs fifteen eighteen. a hot person stirs up conflict, but the one who patience is patient calms a quarrel. Mm. Like there's so many reasons not to just be quote an angry person. Yeah. So that's good. Yay, we've got that one sorted out. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't help us not be angry. Yeah. So if we're struggling with anger as being our default, there's lots of things to explore. I don't know if we can do this comprehensively, but we have some thoughts. Yeah. When I see somebody angry or when I am angry, because guess what? <laughs> I have a full spectrum of emotions, people. I often, the first thought that comes to me, which feels like a Holy Spirit discerning thought piercing through this chaos is what are you afraid of? Yeah. I was just thinking that. I yeah. Like that anger can be one of those self-protection things that mm-hmm. we amp up mm-hmm. to like protect, defend yeah. something. Yeah. So one of the things I'm often afraid of, say in marriage conflicts, is I'm afraid of not being heard mm. or being controlled. Yeah. And so now that I know that, it doesn't always help me not be angry. But it does help me identify what I need to do differently. The the using of our anger, right? It, 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 I see that maybe they're not two separate things, but mm-hmm. I see them as separate things. Is like, man, we can be angry, but then if we choose to then use our anger in a way to like amp up or protect or or something, mm-hmm. that now we're we're masking masking the fear. Yeah, and if I name what is the fear, and it's really funny, I did this the other day when my husband was getting a little amped at me, I actually had the presence of mind because I've been thinking about this question because it's Mm -hmm. been brought up to me and maybe doing this podcast. It it does help me behave better when I'm thinking about what I'm going to say in a podcast. No, And I noticed him getting a little bit amped up. I was like, are you afraid of, and I just filled in the blank. 
And he was like, no, I'm not afraid of that. But then I noticed two minutes later, completely different Mm -hmm. demeanor. Mm -hmm. And so there really is something about naming fears that can disarm our anger. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, actually, it's permission. No, actually, I'm afraid of being controlled right now. Mm -hmm. Well, man, if you say that out loud in a, it can be really triggering to some people, but other people would be like, oh, man, no, I don't want to control you. Mm. When you're talking about the fear and the thought that just came to mind, too, is when we are acting in anger, I wonder how much it is like it gives us a sense of power when we're feeling powerless. It's totally fake power. Right? Like, yes, it assages maybe the the fear of being powerless or just the feeling of being powerless into like fake power. Yeah. And when I think of people in my life that kind of have a default posture of anger, and maybe not to everybody, but in certain relationships, I often think that's exactly what's going on is the Mm. desire to control another person. Yeah. By the threat of my anger, you will not threaten me. Yeah. This is how I manipulate and control the situation. And that's where I would say, okay, we've just gone into sin, actually. Mm -hmm. Because control and manipulation is demonic. Yeah. So if we're using anger all the time as a way of navigating a relationship, we got to ask, am I trying to control somebody Mm -hmm. else? Yeah. With my daughter, I, you know, she gets angry and often she then, you know, tries to use it as control and manipulation or, or whatever. Um, and what I often say to her is like, man, it is okay that you're angry, but it's not okay that you're speaking that way yeah. or that you're using your body in this way or whatever. And the thing of like, it's not that anger is a bad emotion, yeah, but what you're trying to do to it and how you're using your body and voice and, and engaging with the anger is destructive and, and not good. And that's the thing I think we need to keep in mind when we are showing up angry (laughs) frequently (laughs) is that the way we express that anger is actually destructive to God's creation. Yeah. It's like the person you're angry at is God's child Mm -hmm. and angry anger is abusive. Yeah. It doesn't build connection. No. Like if, if you're scared and afraid in a relationship and you're constantly reactive as angry, you're destroying connection, not building connection. Yeah. So, then again, I always circle back to, okay, so how do I deal with this? Mm-hmm. So my second question is, my first question is, what are you afraid of? My yeah. second question is, do I need to forgive something? Yeah. I cannot believe the number of times. Just like keeping it real with like marriage or parenting or a close relationship when I'm feeling that anger trigger. If I step back and go, is there something I need to forgive? There it is. Yeah. He didn't listen to me. He never listens to me. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's not true. He never listens to me. It's not a true statement. But I can go back and forgive that scenario using our tool. Yeah. Okay, we have had podcasts where we don't refer to it, but it's a critical life tool. Yeah. I can get down underneath it all. You know, I forgive him for not listening to music. A safe one. We all Mm -hmm. do this. Uh, Not listening to me. It made me feel. Oh, well, there I go. Now I'm afraid. I'm afraid Mm. that my voice won't get heard. I'm afraid I'll be overlooked or miss an opportunity or whatever. Mm. I bring it to you, Jesus. And then, um, yeah, I put my hope in God to fight for me in some of these situations or to heal that ancient repeated wound of being overlooked or misunderstood because we find those themes, right? Mm -hmm. So break agreement with the lie that I'm always misunderstood. Mm. What do you have for me, Jesus? And when I meet Jesus in the place of comfort and truth that he has for me in the forgiveness tool, peace comes to me. 
And I actually get really strong and proactive mm. instead of angry. And it actually feels like a true safety and a true power, if I can use that word, as opposed to the the false protector mm. of anger. Yeah. I don't know. And I wonder if, as, as we're talking through of, you know, do I need to forgive the questions? I wonder if there's some listeners who might be like, man, I just am so amped up that I can't even like Mm -hmm. calm myself down to that point. Mm -hmm. And, and I would say, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't find myself in the, this place, but I know there's other people where it's like, they actually need to physically Mm -hmm. expel that like energy absolutely before they can even get to a place of being like okay yeah what am i afraid of what do i need to do yeah and so man if you're if you're one of those people that it's like there's so much of that uh angry energy yeah. held in your body do something to get it out yeah don't go beat the crap out of someone that's not what i mean but like go for a run go yeah. jump on a trampoline go yeah. anything that releases that kinetic energy out yeah because that's cause a very real it thing will calm right like yeah. i've I, again i've done that with my daughter where i'm like go outside mm-hmm. play on the play set do some flips whatever yeah and, and she, then we'll talk and she comes back in and she is like mm-hmm. ready to talk and figure things out it still matters and she's still upset about it but it doesn't have that like body rage yeah. anymore is the only way i can describe it yeah so for some of you you might have to Go do whatever, run up and down a bunch of stairs, yeah. go whatever, and then come back and be like, now I'm in a place that I can ask the questions yeah. of, who do I, do I need to forgive? What am mm-hmm. I afraid of? Just throwing that in there if anyone's like, no, I can't so even good. think straight at that point. It's, again, go figure, we come back to body, soul, spirit. Yep. We have bodies, like I have some triggers around certain kind of anger because it's been used to manipulate and control me and I hate that. Mm-hmm. So when those moments come up for me, I don't even think clearly. No. Because I've gone into a trauma reactive part of my brain. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. Like, I got to take 10. I got to walk out to my flower bed for a few minutes. I got to come back to this. And so paying attention to our bodies. Have we had enough sleep? <laughs> it's yeah. our halt thing again. Hungry, yeah. angry, lonely, tired, and hormonal. Yeah. Those things are all physical contributors to yeah. emotional energy, be it good or bad. And mm-hmm. then there's the soul aspect. What am I thinking? Have I? Do I need to forgive? There's the spirit aspect that there is a demonic assignment to tempt us to use anger as manipulation control, yeah. false protectors. So there's this whole dimension. And even just considering what am I trying to accomplish in my outburst? Because again, mm-hmm. people are like, well, there's righteous anger, right? There is. God exhibits righteous anger a lot in scripture. I don't know how many times I've been angry that it's been truly righteous. I felt justified, but I'm not sure that's holy. <laughs> that's such a good thing. It's like, what what is my actual end goal in this? And man, the times that I've been angry, recently I was pretty angry and worked up. That I realized- Please tell us about it, Amy. <laughs> the stupid cookie sheet again. But whatever. It was Our a silly thing. don't know Oh, that's right. Sheet. I feel like tell I've told so many people. Sheet. Well, we moved houses. Mm-hmm. And, Four uh, blocks, but a yeah. big deal. But big, big we were packing things. And How I, many and, years did you live in the first house? Uh, t- 11 that's and a, long a half. Time. Oh, Enough yeah. time to accumulate just a few things. Yeah. And so it was like we had packed everything up and I tried to do a good job of in the kitchen be like, do, do we need this or can I pack it? And it was just like, no, we'll do bare minimums pack. So I packed everything. And then... Uh, Except for three forks. Three forks. Yeah, exactly. And then four days before we were moving, uh, we were invited to someone's house and we said we'd bring an appetizer, which was fine. That was all sorted. And then my husband says, okay, well, um, where are our cookie sheets? 
And immediately in my head, I'm just like, they are packed. Of course they're packed. He's like, and so I just said, oh, well, they're packed. Because like, okay. we know how to maintain like a certain oh, yeah, level yeah. of proper behavior for a length of time. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, can you pull them out? And I'm like, um, can you ask your friend if we could borrow theirs? And he was like, well, why can't you just get the cookie sheets out? And it went downhill from there. And <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing. My misery loves your company. Right? Where it's like he's being petty, I'm being petty, and I like there was a 100% moment where I was like, I recognize I am now reaching anger. And I love it. I'm letting yes, it rip. Yes, that's exactly right. That br- I mean, before then, I had also another moment of like, okay, now this is Jesus saying, what's actually going on, Amy, yeah. here? But there was that thing where it's like, I am angry and I could rein back what I'm going to say right now, but it's like, I don't want to. I actually want the sick enjoyment and delight of being petty and not editing. Mm-hmm. Right? But it was like... Th- I that would be like the absence of self-control, oh, right? Oh, 100%. I can't yeah. remember why I brought the story up, but it was like anger. anger. It was just like... The, what are we trying to accomplish here? Yeah, that's it. That Yes, thank you. And in that moment, I wasn't trying to get my... Like, it wasn't for trying to control and manipulate. It was like purely to feel that release yeah. of stress and energy through anger and, and to enjoy it that was, you could justify because it's repeatedly asked you to pack and not pack and blah 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 yeah, like it, we can do oh, our justification for sure but it was like the end goal in that moment mm-hmm. was nothing just relief yep yeah and obviously you had a moment at which you were like this is not about the cookie sheets and i oh yeah shortly after sad now that i have actually behaved oh yeah this way. shortly after it was like he said something that all centra- it was like okay he is stressed <laughs> this is not how he would normally yeah. speak and then me being like, okay, what is, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. And then right being like, what am I afraid of? What's what is driving this? Yeah. Which then really right turned it around, and we had a really good conversation about how both of us were like ah! stressed in ways that we didn't realize each other were stressed. But in the moment, the end goal was nothing other than just the weird delight of feeling the anger. Through my body and out of my mouth. <laughs> Smackdown. That's in the Inside Out movie when the dad decides he's yes. going to smack down and the anger amps up. Like That is my favorite part of that whole movie because I actually have observed this happen and I've actually felt it happen. Oh, yeah. I'm not an angry person. I've not mm-hmm. had a lot of anger in my life. But before I go there, I want you to tell people what happened with the cookie sheets because it's actually oh. we're hearing. And, and it's okay. So the next day we're, we're driving and we're about 15 minutes away from our house. My husband turns to me and goes, did you bring the cookie sheet? And I said, no, did you? And he said, no. And I said, I, I guess we're not bringing the cookie sheet. Because I did pull them out. In the end, I pulled them out. And the beautiful thing about that was like, man, that could have then been another like thing of like. You always. Yeah. Like I went through all that. But it was like. More anger. Because we had connected and recognized what was each going on for yeah. us. And we were vulnerable. We, we laughed. We laughed about it. And then we got to this person's house and we didn't even use the oven and cookie sheets. We just did the appetizer on the barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that you would share this story. It's so good. It's so good because it's just so encapsulated. There's sometimes really, really big deals that are driving our anger and cycles, bad cycles of relationship and relating of not knowing how to communicate well. We've learned stuff in family of origin, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But the reality is so often these power moments 
mm-hmm. come because of other stuff going on. And we're just at the end of a margin. Oh, yeah. Great. And, and I yeah. would say that I've not, I remember having like two angry outbursts in my life before I had children. Mm. Notice the qualifier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say. I was like, yep, yeah. I would have said I was not. I thought I was a really, really patient person. Mm-hmm. And I would say that I probably was, but I just hadn't been stretched <laughs> to the degree that I was then stretched. Yeah. And a scripture that like smacked me up the side of the head when my kids were little, but has remained with me as an important guardrail. It's from James 1, 19 and 20. It says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. So we are all familiar with yep. that. We should be. Let's yep. be. I would like to be. Mm-hmm. But the verse 20, because human anger does not produce the righteousness mm. that God desires. So that connects back to like, what's what's our yeah. end goal? So if in my parenting, what I'm desiring is righteousness, sometimes the what convicted me, Amy, is that I actually just didn't want righteousness. I want a peace. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want y'all to stop now. Yeah. Not because I was really concerned about the bigger picture, but like, I just want a peace. Mm-hmm. Or if you think about some of the power struggles that happen in marriage frequently or with coworkers, what what do you really want? Yeah. Are you actually wanting righteousness, like right order, justice, mercy, truth? Or are you wanting, I don't know, X, Y, Z? Because that actually humbles me for a minute Mm. and makes me slow down and back up. Yeah. And I need that because slow down and back up is like slow to anger. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And the other thing I think I realized was, no, I had never been a super angry person. Um, in terms of being an outburst person, because I am a peace at all, like my default would be peace at all costs, is that you can have like, we call it the passive aggressive anger, but I would identify it myself as bitterness. Mm. That's one of the deeds of the flesh. It's like right yeah. before the fruit of the spirit, it's like, don't do these things. I, again, King James de- deeds of the flesh. But in that list right up there with like sexual immorality, impurity, lustful, like these are big words we put them on the category of big sins, is hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division. Mm -hmm. Right up there with what we call the bad sins. Yep. And I don't know anybody who hasn't done these things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in seasons, kind of been a rut of it. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I'm like, go talk to your counselor because you got to get it out of your body or talk to a friend you can trust. Like I'm really struggling with anger lately and I've observed it. And I think this is what's going on. I think I did this with you last month. I thought you were like literally bringing it into your, like, I thought that's what you were referring to. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I think you said, wait a minute. I think we did I this last Like I've just been finding like seething anger stirring up in me. And I've recognized in my verbal processing that, man, as I'm coming out of cancer treatment and wanting to re-engage in life, but I'm not re-engaged in life, I'm sitting in a place where I don't do a lot of things that are energizers Mm. to my soul, and I end up doing a lot of things that are drainers. And so I am, oh, wait a minute, observing body, soul, and spirit, and finding all this kind of seething, rising up, which often is, unfortunately, comes out of your spouse because they're the one that's there. Mm Mm-hmm. And getting in a cycle of not great ways of interacting with each other, just to confess that to you and talk about it, helped me observe it Mm. differently. Mm -hmm. So I think there's value in that. Oh, yeah. And then also then working through the forgiveness stuff and then asking God for proactive strategies in this relationship. And he can give those things to you through, I'm such a fan of counseling, honestly. I Mm -hmm. don't understand when people are like, I will not do that. 
These are people who have skills. Don't oh, yeah. you recognize what's going on? Would you not take your car to a mechanic if it would not turn on? Right. And it's <laughs> someone who you're literally paying to be impartial. So they're not going to like... You're not going to see them again. Right? They're not going to be all weird. Like some maybe people closer to you might yeah. try and manipulate. Whatever. All the things. It's like their job is to literally be there for you in the best way they can without impartiality, without putting their opinions. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you want to? <laughs> So there's that option. Yeah. There's the friend option, like a safe, a wise and safe person who's yeah, not yeah. just going to go, yeah, that really sucks. I'd be mad too. Yeah. Compassion and empathy are good, but, and no fixing it, please. But like that good qualitative listening that asks good questions. What actually happens is you get to have an emotional poop. Mm-hmm. And then you don't spurt in the wrong places and yeah. times. Right? Yeah. That's the lament too. So I think... Is there anything else we haven't covered about anger that we should? I had a thought, but then it disappeared. Oh, I can't think of it. Well, for sure, let's summarize. It's a natural, God-created, God-designed mm-hmm. emotion. It's an emergency warning light. It's something that all humans are going to be prone to, so yeah. there's no shame. Yeah. But living constantly in a state of anger yeah. indicates that there's maybe some things we need to forgive, acknowledge, yeah. look at. And there can be a demonic stronghold of anger. Yeah. So confessing, God, I have partnered with anger as a way to be safe. I ask you to forgive me. I break agreement with any spirit of anger that could be present in my life. And I command anger to leave me now. Mm-hmm. It is a false protector if we're using it as a way of managing and not truly and authentically for justice and mercy. Mm-hmm. And then I invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and fill me with your fruit. And the fruit of the Spirit's presence in our life, one of them is going to be gentleness, which is power restrained, and it's self-control. It's love, it's patience. Those are good opposites of anger. Mm -hmm. And so we ask Holy Spirit, what do you have for us in the place of anger? Because just trying not to be angry doesn't work. Yeah. So hopefully some of the strategies we've shared are going to be like aha moments for people or tangibly helpful. And above all else, we just desire that you would encounter Jesus in this, these, these places where we really need to know him and receive from him strength, comfort, and strategies moving forward. And we just bless our listeners to grow further up and further in. Mm-hmm.